Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Beyond the Self podcast. It is I, Africa, and it feels so fucking good to say that. It has been a little while and I've really enjoyed this space away. Also, I'm a little bit poorly. I'm at the tail end of my cold, so my voice will sound a little bit thin. But also, who knows, I might just get so fucking excited about something and, you know, there'll be a surge in energy. (laughs) Who knows, but I have my ginger tea with me. I'm actually recording in the afternoon today and it's such a beautiful day. I'm looking outside and it's raining. It was actually snowing this morning, which was pretty random because it's already March the 15th. And um, yeah, but it was snowing this morning in London and I had a very nice slow start to the day and I'm feeling very good despite being a little bit unwell. I'm feeling very, very good. And the biggest news that I have in relation to this podcast is that we finally have a podcast manager. That's also why there's needed to be some space in between the previous episode and this one. And I've mentioned it before that I really need to get a team. I need to get a team to support me with this podcast because it's been working well with just me and my assistant and it's been pretty easy so far. But with everything else that I have happening in my life, whether it's the book and the fact that it's going to need a lot of time and focus for the next couple of years or just the different projects that I'm working on behind the scenes, I do not have the space and the time and the capacity to be editing and to be doing all the admin things related to the podcast, even though I actually, I really enjoy editing. (laughs) I really enjoy it. Also with this podcast, it's very minimal editing. I only make it listenable. I don't remove anything. I keep everything in, including my pauses, including when I sip my tea. That is how I like it. But still, support is needed and delegating is just a very big part of um, my life right now so that I can really step into my leadership and my creativity in a different way and just get the level of support that I need. So I'm, I'm really grateful that my team is really coming together wonderfully. So yeah, when it comes to this podcast, Lily is going to be supporting me, supporting us. So yes, you can expect weekly episodes now because I don't have to be doing anything apart from sitting down to have these conversations with you. So today is kind of just going to be more of a check-in if you will and it's not going to be too long because my voice um, it it hurts a little bit to speak so much (laughs) but I wanted to make sure that I update you and that I don't just ghost and go cold on you And just share some of the things actually that I have been thinking about and things that I've been exploring and things that I've been discovering in this time away. I would say a lot of the shifts that are happening in my life right now are not really sudden. They've been in motion for a while. And one of the biggest things is that I am still living according to my energy and my capacity. And this is really important to me. And I think a lot of you will resonate with this. If you go back and listen to the episode that I recorded in January, the first episode of January, which is about rejecting urgency culture, you will really understand why I'm saying what I'm saying. I made a very 
personal but public declaration that I just refuse to play the games of urgency culture. I will not live according to anyone else's definition of success. And something that I've really been more intentional about doing in the past month is just starting to to think more deeply about what success looks like for me. And I know that success for me looks like spaciousness. It looks like having time to spend time with the people that I care about, whether that's my partner, whether that's my family, whether that's myself or my friends or going for walks with friends as well. Um, I've had really beautiful walks with my new and wonderful friend, Sarah. And we were talking about how wonderful it is that we've been able to create companies and to create schedules that allow us to even just say, hey, do you want to go for a walk tomorrow morning before you start work in the afternoon? You know, or it it just, these are seemingly small things that to me make all the difference, but they tie back into the fact that I refuse to convince myself that I need to that I need to be constantly productive, that I need to be constantly performing. And to be honest, it's not a message that I've ever really bought into. And I think it's because I've seen what constant productivity and being constantly on looks like in my family. I've really seen that. And the difference is that the the type of productivity that I've seen is not like entrepreneurial or the kind of productivity that is pushed in the corporate world or anything like that. It's because having an immigrant mother who had four children and she was raising them by herself, working as a nurse, still works as a nurse, needing to constantly pick up shifts. I rarely saw my mum growing up. And this is something that I was thinking about the other day. I rarely saw my mum. She would be on double shifts or night shifts or when she was home, she would need to be resting. And so a big part of my teenagehood, especially, we never really saw her as much. And she was being constantly productive. And because she was constantly on even when she was at home, she would feel like she needed to keep herself busy again, unless she was actually (laughs) sleeping. Um, So I've really seen what constant productivity can do and look like and how stressful it can be. And I think on a subconscious level, I've always rejected it, but I found myself in the position of being an entrepreneur, someone that is leading a company, someone that has a public profile, someone that does a lot of work where I do need to keep things running. I do need to keep things going. But one of the most liberating realizations was that I get to do it on my terms. I get to redefine what being successful and actually being productive looks like for me because that walk in the park with my friend Sarah, to me, that is being wildly productive. That allows me to explore certain ideas out loud. It also allows me to just be creative and to be with another creative mind. It allows me to feel energized and to feel inspired. It allows me to relax. And to me, that is fucking productive. So these are very simple things that I've been thinking about lately, but they've made a huge difference, a huge, huge difference. Being able to spend every weekend with my partner is something that is important to me. To me, 
that is a successful life. That is a fulfilling life. Being able to go for lunch, being able to go for dinner, being able to say, hey, actually, I would like to go away this weekend. Even, even if it's not flying somewhere, I would just like to be out of London this weekend. The fact that I've created a life, and it's not accidental. I've, I've worked very hard <laughs> to get to this point. It hasn't been random. It's not accidental. I, it hasn't just been handed to me. But I, I have created this life where I'm able to do that. And I'm really allowing myself to see that it's these simple things that equal success to me. Um, so spaciousness is a big, big, big one. And something else that has also been happening, um, by the way, this, this episode is not going to be linear in any way. I'm just catching you up. And also, selfishly, I just want to hear out loud <laughs> where I have been and what I've been doing because I spend a lot of time in solitude and you know the days kind of just go past and you do different things I do see a lot of people you know like my friends my partner etc but especially now that I'm in this writing stage with my book I do spend a lot of time in solitude so it can be very easy to forget what what has actually happened what I've done so it's useful to speak it out loud in this way um something else that I've been thinking about quite a lot is thinking deeply and how it's just getting more and more difficult to focus and to actually think clearly and to think deeply. And I I was reminded of about a few years ago when I started to find it quite (sighs) difficult is not exactly the right word, but it was getting harder. You could say that's the Africa. That's that's the same fucking thing. Harder and difficult. I'm gonna use harder. I found that it was getting harder for me to kind of sit for long periods of time and to read. When I think back to when I was a a child, a teenager, even in early adulthood, I would say even in my mid twenties, it was pretty easy for me to sit down and to finish an entire book in one sitting, or to finish an entire book in a few days or to finish an entire book in a couple of weeks. Uh, Reading is just something that came so naturally to me and sitting down for long periods of time and taking in text and then allowing myself to have the space to think about it and being able to remember details quite clearly, it wasn't really that hard. When I was a child, when I was a teen, when I was in my early to mid twenties, but then around, I would say 25 to now me being 30 years old, it's just, it's, I started to notice that it was getting more difficult for me to, to read for long periods of time, books I'm, I'm talking about, physical books. And this is when I started reading kind of multiple books at the same time, even three books at the same time, five books at the same time. And I still do that now. And I still finish books because I, um, I, I will never stop reading physical books. I really hope we never lose them. <laughs> Because reading is such a big part of my life. It has, um, it's expanded my worldview and just my sense of creativity and my sense of self in just the most unimaginable ways. Um, so I'm very grateful for both fiction and nonfiction. So I, I just started to notice that I was kind of needing to be reading so many books at the same time. And my argument for that was, well, 
I pick books based on whatever mood I'm feeling. So one day I'll feel like reading this fiction book, the other day I'll feel like reading this other book and then etc. And then I would just take so long to finish one book. I had no idea at the time that this was directly connected to my attention span. And I am currently reading a book called Stolen Focus, Why You Can't Pay Attention. And this book is by a wonderful, wonderful journalist and author and thinker called Johan Hari. That's Johan, N Hari, H-A-R-I. And the book is called Stolen Focus. My goodness. This is one of the best books I have read in a very, very, very long time. And if you found that your ability to read and to think deeply is dwindling, like I did, (laughs) this one is going to be for you, okay? And even if you don't think that you have an attention problem, because maybe you're like, um, okay, good for you, but that is not actually my issue, I bet that you are going to feel differently after two chapters. And one of the most interesting things about this book is that it's very research heavy. So it's not just opinion, which I appreciate, especially when broaching a subject like this. But a lot of the scientists and researchers that are studying, whether it's attention or sleep, whatever it might be, they are also struggling with the same issue. Even people that have been reading and writing for decades, they are also finding themselves struggling with the same thing. And I I really think this book, the wonderful thing about it is that if you prioritize reading this book, Stolen Focus, it's actually going to help you finish all of the other books that you haven't even touched, all the other books that are staring at you as you walk past them in your house. Yeah, this one had to go at the very top of my list. It just had to. It actually just had to. And I I will also say something that I really appreciate about this book is that it's not trashing social media, but it's also not ignoring the harms of social media. And it's not fear mongering. It's just objectively and quite compassionately, actually, looking at our inability to focus. And it's doing that in a very full spectrum way. And it's giving actual solutions to this problem which is increasing by the way um so for me as someone that has been committed to just retraining myself to think deeply even deeper than I do now this book has been very transformative especially learning okay this is something that I found really fucking cool um to learn even though it's not a cool thing in and of itself is that In the digital age, especially with the introduction of smartphones and the fact that most people are now reading from their phones and we spend most of our time on social media when we're reading very short form texts, we're reading captions, we're reading quotes, all of it is just very snappy and very quick. We've trained ourselves to read books, physical books, in the way that we would read a social media post, in the way that we would read something from a screen. So instead of actually taking in every single line and being very intentional and taking it in quite deeply, it's almost like we're scanning the page, right? Almost just wanting to pull out the facts instead of taking in what, ah, it has has been mind-blowing. It has been mind-blowing and he talks a lot and talks to different um, researchers and scientists and healthcare professionals 
about how sleep is also a huge contributor as to why attention spans are decreasing in the way that they are at such a rapid rate. Um, Artificial light is another one. And these are all things that have nothing to do with social media, which is why I find it so refreshing because I think when people think of um, decreasing attention spans, immediately you will think of social media, right? Which is a part of it, but it's not the, it's not the entire picture. So my commitment for the rest of the year is to retrain myself to think deeply, is to allow myself to focus on one thing at a time. They also talk about the fact that multitasking is is actually a myth. This is something I've always known, but um, it, it's just nice to have the language for it and to be able to understand why. Yeah, I just want to focus deeply, think deeply and clearly. And again, those are things that I, I see as part of being, as part of having a successful life to me, when I can work with my internal world in that way, where I can notice certain things that I want to change about my life. And I, you know, put in little efforts on a daily basis until it's just habitual. And being able to finish a book in the way that I can, but I don't want there to be any resistance around finishing a book. I just want to feel like, okay, I'm really enjoying this. I'm really taking it in and remember the details. And, you know, so this book has been very, very helpful. Again, that is Stolen Focus by Johan Hari. Um, What else has been happening? So I have been crafting the structure of my own book, which we have the title for. I will share it with you very soon. Maybe I will share it with you in the next episode and you will be um, one of the first to know what it is. But I am so excited about this. I am so, 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 so thrilled because everything is just working out exactly as it needs to. Nothing feels forced. Nothing feels rushed. I feel like I have autonomy, but I also feel like I am deeply, deeply supported and yeah, it feels very good. It feels it feels wonderful, actually. <laughs> um, so that's happening on the book front. I can feel that my throat is starting to get sore. So I'm I'm going to start closing this episode now. But again, this episode was just me just coming back to you, coming back into your ears, um, letting you know that I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. I finally have the support that I need for this podcast. And Yes, the guest episodes, we actually start recording them in a couple of weeks. I have some brilliant people, as I mentioned before, some people that actually blow my own mind a little bit. Um, And as someone that, I'm, I'm sure I've said this in a previous episode, but on other people's podcasts, I usually just enjoy their solo podcasts. With guest episodes, I think they can be good depending on who the guest is but sometimes it doesn't really have the same energy or the same flow or the same excitement so I've been very intentional about the guests that I am having on here and I will always prioritize solo episodes because I enjoy doing them more they're easier to do um, and I get to kind of be in my own flow in my own energy but I think it's important that we get different perspectives on here as well but also to just make it fun and exciting not just a typical interview style which I tend to find quite boring but something that is very conversational something that is um, not pre-planned something that can just go in whatever direction that it needs to so I want to have conversations with people that are bold with people that are willing to go there wherever there is 
Um, yeah, so I'm very excited about that. We start recording in a couple of weeks, so you'll be hearing those very, very, very soon. Um, and yes, I think that's all I have for today, just because of, of my voice. It's already straining a little bit, but thank you for bearing with me. Please read this book. I this This episode was pretty much dedicated to this book that I'm reading, because it's just, it's so fucking good. I cannot put it down which is a good thing, <laughs> which is a wonderful thing, actually, um, and yes, I'm just redefining success for myself, I'm living slowly, I'm allowing myself to love and to be loved, I've been in a in a very deep growth period when it comes to my romantic relationship, and I'm so grateful for it, it's been eye-opening in so many ways, and I think these, when it comes to my romantic relationship and the more personal aspects of my life, these are things that I will definitely share on the podcast, but I will also be sharing more of that on my Substack, which launches very, very soon as well. Um, I've, I've just been taking my time with that because, just because of how personal it's going to be. It's not going to be, um, a written, uh, a text version of this podcast. It's not going to be a expansion of the posts that you see on Instagram or elsewhere on social media. It's going to be very different and it's going to be very personal. And some, I'm really taking my time with it, but also not taking too much time that it becomes avoidance, you know? Anyway, I will leave you here, but I'm very, very much looking forward to catching up with you again next week. Please, before you turn off before you turn off this episode, okay, make sure you're following on whatever platform you're listening to, make sure you give me a five-star review, it's a small little action that makes a world of a difference for me, and yes, I will see you and speak to you in the next episode.